Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Amber. Empire. Thought you knew, but you have no idea. It's the urban sports scene. You are listening to the urban sports scene with Will T, Wole, and Ray Jeezy, and we are part of Empire Media at EmpireMedia.com. What's going on, fellas? All is well. <laughs> I get to go first tonight. That's cool. Put me on the spot, but. I guess this is our first show in what two weeks? Two weeks. Uh, and, and then Will, you weren't at the one before that, right? Because uh, happy birthday to, to your relative. Yeah. So yeah, it's our first show in two weeks, but it's our first show together since the start of the year, I think. Something yeah. Like that. It is. So it's kind of it cool. That's why I'm a little confused. I'm stuck, but of course, it's always a blessing. It is, man. Uh, oh, first, first off, you know, uh, the, the goat of the NFL retired today. No, that's not how you start off a DC podcast, man. Rest in peace to Bobby Beathard. Yeah, he oh, he passed away. Today? Yes, he did. Oh, I didn't know. The architect I'm not, I'm not, of not, two. Yeah, he was in his 80s. Yeah, the architect of two True. of the Washington, formerly. Redskins, now commanders. Commanders, formerly <laughs> Washington football team. Um, <laughs> he, him, and along with uh, Joe, Gibbs. Joe Gibbs, they helped to uh, develop the Hawks, mm-hmm. made an offense, made offensive linemen sexy, made it famous. Made the run game famous, and he truly um, helped to develop a style of football which made the quarterback, shall I say, and um, expendable, right? Because yeah. you think about those teams he put together that won championships, he won them with different quarterbacks. But the only thing that was consistent was a tremendous run game that was headlined by a uh, tremendous offensive line. So rest in peace, Bobby Beathard, your um, – for us, for us, '80s babies, um, your impact on Washington football will forever be remembered. Yeah, the glory days of this of this football team. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, Absolutely, man. So yeah, R.I.P. Also, yeah, Bobby Bather. His son played played for the San Francisco 49ers. George Templeton. I'm his son. It's not his son, though. His, his grandson. grandson. I want to hear, hear, hear George's thoughts about about Bather because I know George's. Around our age, so he's a he remembers. He's a very he's a historian. But the younger generation, they don't they don't know about the RFK days. Ernest Bynum, Ricky Irvins. Yeah, that's true. Rick, Rick is, Ricky Irvins is a cool. Gary dude. Clark, Art yeah. Monk, Ricky yeah. Sanders, the Posse, Don Yeah, Donnie Kobe, Warren, Georgia Kobe. Yeah, man. You know, Jim Lachey. Yeah, Jim Lachey. Oh man, Jim you, Terry I'm Orr. not even a fan. Not even a fan, but that was one of the best days. Jim Lachey was a dog. Jim Lachey may have, I mean, up until this modern age of football when you start thinking about quarterbacks throwing the ball 30, 40 times a game, Jim Lachey may have been the best left tackle up until, in his era. In his era. Right, until we we start talking about like maybe the mid, the mid-90s. Larry Allen, yeah. Yeah, 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 late 90s. Late 90s. Yeah, late 90s. No, Larry Allen was a guard though. Oh, he wasn't a left tackle. Yeah, he was a guard. Eric Williams was the tackle. Back then, that's when Washington was. Consistently producing 
Pro Bowlers. Yeah, they had like Kurt, like and their Pro Bowl game was real at the yeah, time. And, and <laughs> Washington has been blessed, you know, with Jim Deshay. Then you really had, you know, you had, um, <coughs> even before that. I'm sorry, I'm, <coughs> Curtis, you have uh, uh, Samuel. Oh, you know Samuel. You had um, obviously Trent Williams. Um, they've had some good <coughs> tackles, but yeah, Jim Lachey, Chris, Chris Samuel, Chris Samuels. Thank you, yeah, Chris yeah. Samuels. Uh, but <coughs> they've been, but Jim Lachey, his time, especially the dudes he had to see, like Reggie White, mm. uh, LT. Lawrence, Ta- Lawrence Taylor. See, the division was real. Mm. Man, he held then. his own. Like, and it, it, those are dogs, bro. We talking yeah. about all time great goats that, in their that, position. That's why I'm saying he may, up until maybe the midpoints of the '90s, yeah. he may have been the left. The best left tackle yeah. to play. And then, yeah, and to see that twice a year. <clears throat> yeah, you know what absolutely. I mean? Twice a year, sir. You're right. You're right, Will. Like he was definitely one of the best in his time. Yeah. Uh, but let's get into the particular particulars. Excuse me. Empire Media hosts multiple DMV sports podcast shows, such as the John Kime Report, hosted by ESPN Washington <clears throat> Commanders Insider John Kime and Jones Football, hosted by USA Today Insider Mike Jones. You can subscribe to our podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, <clears throat> iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just search the Urban Sports Scene. Make sure mm, my voice. Yo, drunk some, yeah, I drunk some water and went down the wrong way. All right. Make sure you subscribe to the Urban Sports Scene YouTube channel as well. Also, Google UMES Athletics. They're number one to me. Like I just had to throw what? it in there. And the Urban Sports. Tell it, They blew Morgan out the other night, by the way. Sorry, Will. <laughs> this joke will be found on Podcast DC. <laughs> like the local app, 100 <laughs> Options and News and Health in DMV Region. Download the Podcast DC app to hear all the Empire shows, including the Urban Sports Scene, as well as other great content. Don't forget to tweet us at Urban Sports Scene. Hit us up at Hit us up on IG at Urban Sports Scene and like our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. And after you go to UMES, check out uh, our NFL weekly picks. There's only one more pick left, and that's the Super Bowl. Uh, we battling football garbage time. How can we want to shout out to him? Look like he's going to lock it up this season. Um, I'm going right now with the Eagles. I, I'm rooting for Jalen Hurts, by the way. Um, go to footballgarbagetime.com and, yeah, check out the Urban Sports Scene versus football garbage time. Also, also join our Urban Sports Scene Facebook group. Search Urban Sports Scene, sports bloggers, sports podcasters, and sports debates. Will T. Let's get into our tradition of pregame. Here's what we have on tap. We're talking about the Washington Wizards training where we Hachimura to the Los Angeles Lakers and their current winning streak. Uh, we weren't. We didn't have a chance to talk about it. They're on a six-game so, win streak, by the six, way. It's six, great, six, it's game, six games. Not, okay. That San Antonio game was number six. Okay. Um, at eight at eight twenty, we'll talk about the Chiefs and Eagles advancing to the Super Bowl. And finally, as part of our HBCU corner segment, we'll talk about Ed Reed not being the head coach. Will we talk at, or will we argue? We never. Hey, look, look. <laughs> did we argue last time? We did. I don't think a, we a little argue. bit. We had a talk. We had a fun discussion. We, I think it was a good. It was, good discourse. it was good discourse. Man. It's all well, good. Ed I'm just, Reed, I'm joking around. Oh, I know, I know. I'm joking Ed Reed, um, about, I'm um, sorry. Uh, Ed Reed not going to Bethune Cookman. Uh, hey, we'll we didn't, I don't think we, yeah. We'll see. Just prepare for possible overtime, though. I know. That's, I prepared <laughs> for that. I prepared for that. Don't get it twisted. All right. Let's start <clears> with this one first. <laughs> A couple weeks ago, the Washington Wizards traded, traded forward Rui Hachimura to the uh, Los Angeles Lakers uh, for guard Kendrick Nunn and three second-round picks. I'll start with you, Ray. What were your feelings? Uh, what, are, what are your feelings about the trade? I mean, we have a co- we've had a couple weeks now. Uh, well, y'all know I'm a proponent and advocate for Rui Hachimura. I wanted him to be drafted here, and he was. He improved every season, I felt like. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he dealt with the, the mental health challenges, and he missed significant time. But considering the fact that his career started just as COVID hit and he had part of his career in the bubble and part of it where 
fans were in the stands. I think he played extremely well in spite of also the fact that he probably wasn't used correctly um, by either coach that he played for here. He also he operated under the pretense this season that he really was on the chopping block or the trading block, and he still put up good numbers, excellent numbers. Right before he was traded, he dropped 30. And I just felt like if he was used on a low block and he was allowed to use his athleticism and size, he would have excelled here. But clear roles are now defined on this team, and that's what Tommy Shepard wanted. So good situation for Rui where he is now in L.A., and it's a good situation for Washington now with Denny being able to play an expanded role. So overall, good trade. I think the Lakers won the trade. I like Kendrick Nunn. I feel like he's playing his best basketball, at least of this season currently. He's the one that can operate and get op- offense and, and create shots for himself and create shots for others. He can shoot, which is what you want. We see the Wizards are now scoring a lot of points. So I, I like the trade overall because it works for both sides. And Rui did not want to be here any longer. Yeah. Well, just going to go down a couple of names for you. Go ahead, bro. Jan Vesely, Bradley Bale, Otto Porter, Jaron Grant, Troy, Brand, Roy, Troy Brown, Roy Hachimura, Denny Avdia, Corey Kispert, and Johnny Davis. Those are the Wizards' first-round picks since uh, 2011, mm-hmm. right? Um, think about it. Only Bradley Bale and Denny, Av- Denny and Corey Kispert are still with this organization. Yeah. This organization, um, I mean, Johnny Davis is still with the organization, but is he really because he's on the G League? And I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't he, know what doing he's, his face is on the back of a milk carton. I, I, no disrespect not, to him, I but it's not his fault. It's not his fault, but but anyway, <laughs> let me not get sidetracked. Yeah. Um, this organization has a terrible uh, record of drafting in the first round and developing talent. Um, so I think this was a great this was a great trade for Roy Hachimura. I, I ultimately like you. You know, everyone at this table was thought he has talent. Yeah. He just hasn't been had the opportunity to um, develop that talent talent and getting the, the reps within the game to uh, show the world that talent. And then you, on top of that, uh, mental health issues, right? It just was a formula for disaster for him. So um, I think that um, the Lakers got a hell of a ball player. The Wizards got minimal to nothing in return, um, especially if they are able to sign Kyle Kuzma in the offseason. Yeah. This trade was all for not if, you know, if, they we, if, they, they, if they don't sign Kyle Kuzma. Um. I thought the trade was – I mean, it was – you know, I'm a Rui guy. So, I think it's good for Rui to go to a place where he has the opportunity to be featured a little bit more. Um, though I have my issues with Darvin Ham and how he utilizes Rui at the moment. You know, Rui had a good game against the Knicks at 19 points. But I do I do want to say this about, like, Kendrick Nunn. I know a lot of people are throwing shade at Kendrick Nunn when the trade happened. And I, don't, I know that – I can tell they don't watch Lakers games because when Kendrick Nunn had opportunity to play, when Darvin Ham put him out there, he got buckets. Like and he's and he had his he had his athletic ability back. Um, it's just that you know for, for whatever reason like they're enamored with you know Patrick Beverly, so it is what it is. But Kendrick Nunn can still go, um, and you see that you see it with the Wizards. He's average. He's hit twelve points every game he's played with the Wizards when he's gone on the, on the court. The man can score. Like that's not a problem. Like he can score. He's still quick. He can, he still got he has some bounce. Injuries are not an issue with Kendrick Nunn, but, and especially in L.A. This season that was not the issue in L.A. The issue was him getting on getting time on the court and I would argue to say that's just more of a political thing not an actual physical thing or skill thing so the, the Wizards my issue I mean my thought process with Kendrick Nunn going to the Wizards was more of how does he fit in with the Wizards because they have so many guards in, in that spot like when when Morris gets back 
what are you going to do with Kendrick Nunn? Like, are you going to still give him that same that that same burn? Because Morris is out. So it's like, all right, how are you, are you going to utilize? How are you going to take advantage of that trade? Where because Kendrick Nunn isn't a ta- is a talented offensive player. But for Rui's sake, I just think that it was good for Rui. Like Ray mentioned, Rui did not want to be here anymore for whatever reason it was. He didn't want. He did not want to be here anymore, and he has an opportunity to uh, ball out and play with LeBron. And to what I like about Rui, and I've said this to to to, to most to Wizard fans and I, even to Ray and you, and Will too. Like Rui has a his basketball IQ is, is up there. Like he's a smart basketball player, and you're playing with another smart basketball player in LeBron James. So I think a player like Rui should do well in LA. One question: Do we know for sure he doesn't want to, that he didn't want to be in DC? No, nah, he didn't want to. He said it. Yeah, he said it. He, he said it. Yeah, yeah. Did he say it in your interview with him when you? No, were he covered? said it after. Like so, basically. But you were there. That I was night. there. Okay. Though. No, he he, he said I want to be where I want. I want to. Yeah, yeah. Without being direct, mm-hmm. he basically said he he, he wanted he wanted out. Like you can tell. Okay. So no, it's like no. he wanted to be out. Like that's if he wanted. Well, to be out. I mean, he said he said he wanted to be where he wanted. Where he wanted. He said a lot of things, bro. He's like they like this when they ask him, "Do are you do you think gonna be traded?" I think so, probably. Like, you don't talk like that if you don't want to be traded. Like, you don't talk like that. Well, no, I mean, you no, you he, have to think about basketball. He probably, you know, basketball is a business. Yeah, it is. So, he, you know, he may have he may have so heard many. some things from you. his agent or. I'm telling like, he did put it, he got to a point where he didn't want to be here. That I was, he got to a point, like, even in a timeout, he walked away from the bench. There's so many, there's so much evidence through that point where he just, just he was through with it. Okay. You know what I mean? He was through with it. But again, like he's he's where he he he's at a place where he feels that they 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 like his game. He said that he said that that day, right? He was saying like I want to go to a place where people like my game. And he said there are coaches out there that like my game. So, and I, and you if you hear from the Lakers staff, uh who's the 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 the, the, the um trainer? Handy. Handy. Loves Rui's game. Rui. Phil Handley. And if Phil Handy develops his handle, yeah. then watch out league. He loves his he loves his game. He so. he has decent handle for his size and mm-hmm. for the, the style of basketball he plays, but Phil Handy has a track record of making guys even better ball handlers. Yeah, so I'm saying and Rui Hachimura, if, good, he, if he gets if he gets handles. I think it's a good situation for both teams. I mean to be honest with you. Uh, just a bit, to me, for the, when it comes to the Wizards, it just depends on it, how the, the, clear yeah, roles are defined. Because Tommy Shepard said straight up, "This was about Denny. It was about Kyle Kuzma as well because he wants to resign." But he, he, he wants. He said, I, "I could. I had to pick between two. Denny's the better defender. He's one of the best defenders on the team. We want to be a good defensive group, and we want to develop a younger Denny." No, I feel you think Denny. he meant that. You think that was the truth, though? I think partly sure. See, I have to disagree Go when ahead. you say it's uh, the Wizards is best for both parties Go ahead. because. This was a first-round pick. All you got was Kendrick Nunn and two second-round picks. So I, I don't agree that this was a good trick pick for the Wizards, considering that the lack of talent that this t- that this team has throughout their roster, um, and you're not getting any. You're not getting to me reciprocal value mm-hmm. for uh, Roy Hachimura. But only time will tell. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right. You're on a six-game winning streak. Ray corrected me, so I'm letting you know that right now. You and they're not playing tonight because uh, the Pistons yeah. could not fly yeah. back game, home. This game was canceled. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, anyway, at the, so at the moment, the Wizards are on a six-game winning streak. Thanks, Ray. And they're not <laughs> playing the Pistons tonight because they were supposed to play the Pistons tonight. Um, but just all on the six-game winning streak alone, like, what is the main reason that, they're, they're, that their play has been so improved? 
You asking me first? I'm asking. This is the definition, fellas, of everybody eats. Remember when? (laughs) I'm serious. Remember, remember when Bradley Beal said that it was all about team basketball and they're playing really good team basketball. Mm -hmm. Now, selfishly, I want to see them sometimes deviate from their game plan. Like when they play um, Dallas, Mm -hmm. you see Bertans is guarding Kyle Kuzma. You get a ball to Kuzma and just say, "Get out Uh, the way," because remember Steve Nash's Brooklyn teams, Durant would. I mean, every possession, he was going at Bertans. Yeah. Bertans switches. Whoever Bertans is checking sure. gets the ball. But the Wizards have not been doing it. They've been playing good team basketball. 32 assists in that victory over San Antonio. 16 of 30 for three from three. Now, you're not going to do that every game. However, when you play against a team that you're far superior to, you're supposed to do that. You're supposed yeah. to beat up on a team that's bad right now. And I'm glad that they did that. They also came back on the road, showed some guts against Houston. What's Houston, their record may not necessarily speak to the talent they that the they talent. have, but they're they're young. They got talent. And yeah, that team that a, team has a lot of that, young that's talent. A, that's a good road win, especially so. when you're down almost 20 points. Mm-hmm. So the, the team basketball is what I love. It's not all about Bradley Beal or Kyle Kuzma, but you also found your closer in Kyle Kuzma. The team knows that. He got doubled at the end of that Dallas game. Mm-hmm. And I said, wow. It shows that teams are recognizing that Kyle Kuzma is that guy, which is why Tommy Shepard doesn't want to let him go, even though he's also throwing some signs out there, direct signs, saying, I don't want to be here either. However, if he gets paid, the Wizards have shown that they will overpay for guys, unfortunately. That's not the the subject, though. The subject is what's worked during this win streak. Obviously, good defense and good ball movement, getting everybody involved. Clear roles. Denny had his best game of his career, and I didn't realize Denny had so many stands. My goodness. I know. He had 25, right? 25. Yeah. Um, I think the during the six you've seen all three of the the s- stars that on this team play together, right? You've seen. Well, um, Porzingis just came back recently, but yeah, yeah. Porzingis came back. But so they, you, they've they been winning played. without him. Yeah, I know though. that's what but that's they what have dope. had like stints. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yes, they they haven't had um, long stints with all three of those. No problem with all three of those guys together in the lineup. Now you're starting to see them together in the lineup, and like Ray said, the definition of everybody eats. <laughs> Right, you you know you have Bradley Bill, you have Kyle Kuzma, you have Christoph Porzingis, and you also have Denny Avdia, um, who's playing a larger role with, with, from my perspective, with some of the ball handling responsibilities yes. in the half court. So, like on Twitter, uh, we posed the same question. Um, ref, ref, the district, ref, the districts uh, tweeted health, specifically the line right. Uh, Wiz started three and one when he went down with a hamstring. Promptly went nine and ten, nine and nine and twenty without him, and are now twelve and five since his return. Schedule uh, six six game heater and only be, beating beating two mediocre uh, mediocre mediocre man. Mediocre. Thank you. Mediocre Yo, teams. The, Plus four bottom teams. The, the Cam chime in? Because Cam is on. Cam Mingo, oh, no, he, he is did. on cloud nine right no, now, he Slim. Did. He did. He did. He did say something. Uh, <laughs> I knew it. What did he, what did he, he go. You, you, catch, his, you catch his video, his, his most recent YouTube? I, yeah, I saw it too. Oh, man. Uh, he said, uh, one, the rise of Denny Avdia. <laughs> two, they're Come getting on, healthy bro. at the right time. <laughs> and three, more importantly, they're having fun. That sounds like an article. The rise of Denny Avdia. Yeah. Hey, listen, Cam, I love your enthusiasm. I think it's a bit too soon to anoint Denny, but defensively, he's good. Rui is good defensively as well. Yeah, uh, for me, like what you were saying, Ray, I agree. Like, I feel like, like to me, team, like, the team, team play has been, has been great. And, all, and to be honest with you, I know a lot of people like are getting on Bradley Bill. Like, they're saying like the money he should be, he should be putting up more stats. But we get so fixated in scoring, and I just like True. the way I like the way he's playing. Like, he's not forcing winning the issue. Basketball. He's playing winning basketball. Yep. And you know, I'm, I'm critical of Bradley Bill. Like, I am. I'm, I'm critical of Bradley Bill. I'm glad you had that. Yeah, I am. I'm real. But, I'm, but but 
when I watched him play, when I've been watching him play over this winter streak, this man has played such a good style of basketball. Like even down the stretch, he's cho he's choosing his time his points where he wants to be aggressive, and it's good. Like he's letting other players get involved. You're right. Like acknowledging that Kuz is that dude. Like down like he is the clutch dude. But you can still get your buckets. You can get other guys involved. You know what I mean? There's so many things I think Bradley Bill is doing well. So I think we all get so fixated on, oh, he got to put up 35 and win. And, nah, like this team don't need that. They don't need that. That's big coming from you. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, obviously I was at the Chicago game with yeah. the round ball report. Cool, yeah. since the game went in three. You immediately text me. See, Cool's is clutch. He is clutch, though. <laughs> no, he is because it is. When someone, and that was a direct shot. It, it was a shit. It was a shot. <laughs> I mean, so, well, sometimes you just got to know who is it. Who is it? <laughs> Like, all right, like, sometimes you just got to know who's who. Like, and Kuz is clutch. Like, if we playing three on three basketball, who gets the last shot of us, out of us? Me, of course. <laughs> Man, what? Well, oh, you're going to oh, oh, set, oh, set the pick set, for Wale. Wale, he's going to come out the curl if you get through. <laughs> nah, it's me. Put the ball in my hand. I'll pick pass it roll. to Wale. you going to set the pick. <laughs> pass it to him. Put the ball in my hands. We pick know and roll. Rose. The Wiz know their rolls now. Nah, put, put the ball in my hands, pick and roll. I'm going to make the right you know, play. It's like, it's like, yeah. right, it's like for like the, like for instance, Milwaukee's a prime example. Who's the clutch dude down the stretch like for like that 5 4 3 2 1 situation? Chris Middleton. Exactly. Yeah. Who's the best player? Giannis. It works. I and mean, I think that Bradley Bill recognizes his. Where, See, and that, that's a great situation to be in. Yeah, because I just do, like you, I, And you can go to. Um, dang, what's his name? I, I I can see him in my head. Point guard, Milwaukee. What's his name again? Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. Yeah. And KP is right in the mix. Yeah. He, he's capable as well. Then. Yeah. Way. And I'm look when you look at, because to me, as a baller, between the two of you dissect like Bill is a better baller than Kuzma. Like in terms of skill, I'm not gonna hold you. Like he can't. He can dribble. He can create his own shot. Kuzma's pat ain't better than Bill's. Bill J is just as is, is better than. Kuzma. Kuzma's more streaky. I yeah. like Kuz swag. Yeah, you can like it. So I'm just saying that's a I just feel like he I'm got just saying swag. His, all, his all around ball game ain't better than Bill's. I'm just, just saying, I'm just saying like what Bill can do with the ball, like the step like Bill Bill's dribble drive, crossover step back his little I call like the NBA showdown showdown type of type of play where you have your identi identified play. He got that. Kuz don't got that. Kuz just got the he's streaky. He's a, he's a streaky scorer. I mean, enjoy him while you can. He'll be going back to LA in the offseason. <laughs> Clippers? No, Lakers. Lakers have uh, the only the only two Would people. The only two people. There, there's only two people that sign. Well, excuse me. Oh, you talking about? Oh no, no, no. They, the, the, the Lakers could totally sign. Lakers want him back. Yeah, yeah there's, there's only two people that sign: LeBron and Anthony Davis. Why wouldn't you? You know, okay, you've won a championship with that situation. You've clearly established yourself as being the number. I, I don't think I, I don't think he I don't I think I don't Rob Palenka with him. I believe it. Yeah, I don't I don't think I he think. would have I don't think he would he he would have a problem being backseat to LeBron and AD if he knew that it, if he knew that his team could contend for I don't a championship. Know about that, bro. See, I think the Lakers are the old wizards right now. I don't know, man. Why Brown. would you Troy Brown? But all of that's gone. All of it's gone. All of that is gone. No, 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 no. This all season. No, no, no. All of it's gone. The Lakers. I had. The Lakers would definitely try to go win and get Kuzma. I don't have an issue. I, I, I'm with that side of the argument. I'm just not sure. He would want to go back? Yes. I'm not okay. sure. I'm just not sure. Like, I think he's he's found a place. Where does he live in the offseason? I'm talking about but where, does he get, where does he get his, where, where will he get his clout, though? Where will he get his clout from? He's not getting his. Are you crazy? No, 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 no. You crazy. No NBA Wale, no. are you crazy? No, you're not, letting, you're, not, you're not letting me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. When I'm talking about clout, all-star appearances, stuff like all-star. You think I'm going to get the all-star in L.A.? No. He wants that. That's what he wants. He wants to be that dude. If Okay, let me ask you this question. 
you can make an all-star appearance in the Wizards. Yeah. Being the battling for the tenth or eleventh seed. Agreed. Maybe the maybe at best you're battling for the seventh yeah. seed. Or I can a- I can average fifteen points, yeah. be the number three player in LA, yeah. be a Laker, yeah. and I and all and have all the trappings and perks that come along with it. He was doing that prior, he didn't he didn't really care for it. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I, I'm a Laker fan. I'm, I'm letting you know. He was doing that after the, after the bubble. He didn't really like. He didn't really like his role that much. Well, so you know, I want him traded. I'm to telling you, State. like I'm, like, I'm <laughs> telling you, like I know what he wants. Like I, Kuzma's like, like Kuzma, his rookie year, though he wants to have those numbers, and be a part of winning team. The issue is that when you playing with LeBron and AD, you ain't get them numbers. You can get all the others because he was getting that. He was getting love from the bubble. Like dude was balling in the bubble in that role. He wants that. He's he's done it. Like he's got this we'll, championship. We'll, we'll see. He's got his championship. He's I, got, had that lifestyle. I, I, it's time for how many how many All Stars has he made? Hasn't made any. He wants to do that. He wants to experience that. Okay, that's all. If I'm you saying. say so. I'm saying I'm just saying he individual wants accolades over team goals. You think that's the case with Kyle Kuzma? Yes. Mm. I think you need. I think he wants to experience just once before he decides. See, to I go think back. Brad is in a different place, which is why yeah. he's deferring it in the game. Yes. And then Brad, Brad lost the ball against. Dallas, <laughs> no, but I didn't help. all I'm saying is that anyway. like, he hasn't experienced that yet, no? and he won't experience it in L.A. What I'm talking about. I mean, you can experience it in L.A. or you can experience it somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, if you really want to be an all-star, you know, he can go to Dallas. Miami is That's a, true. Miami's an option. Dallas is an That's option. That's true. I'm go to Dallas. Like, I'm, I agree with that. I'm just saying he needs. He wants the option of a going to going to a place where he can still be the. He could be the two man. Put it he, that way. He likes DC now. I could totally see him wanting to go to New York. Bright lights, staying yeah. on the East Coast. Like he, get that opportunity. I'm just telling you. Like, you talk. We talk about being longer. three, two. Yes, because two you can still you can still navigate yourself into like all star numbers. Three is gonna be hard, bro. They should have traded him for Wiseman. Like I'm you saying, said, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Three is gonna be send hard. him back out to Cali. Put him on a uh, championship hey, caliber squad he to LA, where he I'm could happy. definitely get his shots. I'm gonna, be, and, I'm gonna keep the buck. He come to LA, I'm happy. Another big man. I'll be yeah. happy he come to LA. I don't know what the I don't know what the Warriors are doing with Wiseman. Bruh, I know we. That's yeah. another subject. Does, we'll, look, I'm, I, you go, nah, I'm not gonna do this because I, right. I I can go in I can go in go in on that one for a minute. But two black quarterbacks, Black History Month, first day by the way. Know, you know what I mean? That all is dope, man. That's big. That's, that's big, that's man. Big. All right, two is set. We'll talk. That's huge. We'll talk about the outcomes of the. Jalen Hurts really light skin. Jalen Hurts is light skin, bro. I wouldn't say we'll talk about the outcomes of the AFC and NFC Championship games after the break. You're listening to the Urban Sports Say for ages. Deuces on Empire Media. That's EmpireMedia.com. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, yeah, man, how you doing? You good? I know you like that. Yeah, you good. I know you like that. How long you been back, man? I see the girls in the club, they're getting wild for me. And all the pretty chicks all want to smile at me. These rap cats, man, they all got this out for me. And if I ever see them, man, they probably bow to me. And when this beat drop, I know they gon' lean. World debut, I know they gon' fiend. Everything Mississippi to the Palm Springs. Girls from brunettes down to blonde queens. These young boys don't know what a dawn mean. I'm just a bad boy, gone clean. I'm the diamond chain choker, always remain sober. Don't drink liquor and all the game's over. Need a plane, I explain it to my broker. Three box in the hood, top down, and ain't over. You know there's more men where that come from. Me and Kuda Love rolling back to back in one. See, the names have all changed since I've been around. But the game ain't the same since I left out. 
You're listening to the Urban Sports Scene with Will T, Wole, and a homie Ray Jeezy, and we are part of Ampire Media at ampiremedia.com. All right, the NFC Championship game was a blowout. The Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles, defeated the San Francisco 49ers 31-7. Will T, I'm going to start with you. Were you surprised by the outcome? No. Once uh, Brock Purdy went out the game, I was not surprised by the outcome at all. Do you think um, they like that hindering? Like, do you feel like the Eagles would have uh, won if Purdy played the whole game? Yes. I, I think they, yeah, I think they would have won. I, I don't think it, it wouldn't have been 31-7. I think, you know, if you, if you want me to be honest, you know, Eagles may have scored like 31, 35 points, but it would, but it would have been closer. It probably would have been like 31 to 21. I think it would have been a little bit closer than what it was, but um, to me, Philadelphia has been the best complete team throughout the season consistently. The only reason, the only time when they fell off was when Jalen Hurts was injured. And even then, you know, if you think about it, that first, that game against Dallas with Gardner Minshew wasn't that terrible. It was just that at at key moments, Gardner Minshew didn't um, make the right play. Right. And then the defense also gave up some big plays, um, specifically third and 16 to T.Y. Hilton. Right. Um, but no, it's uh, Philadelphia looks good. Kansas City looks good. Um, it's going to be an epic game. This is one of those things where it's um, Andy Reid, you know, Andy this, the Andy Reid bow, you know, he'll be, quote unquote, trying to get his revenge against Philadelphia, even though I don't think that's nonsense because the that, that's not the team that he coached in Philadelphia, but there still be maybe may some hurt feelings um, about the way things were handled. Right. So, I, I think it's cool with Jeff Lurie. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to ask you, Ray. So have, have, oh. do you feel like, you know, like Will, met, Will mentioned, like the Eagles have been probably the most consistent team in the NFC. Like I was like, definitely the NFC has been the most consistent. You would say the whole NFL? I say the whole NFL right, the, the most I'll, consistent. All right, well, I'll definitely say the, whole, the NFC. But the NFL is a good argument. I, I won't lie to you. I won't, I won't lie to you. So have but I felt like there are a lot of folks that thought that the, they didn't really buy into it though. They didn't buy into Jalen Hurts. They didn't buy into the Philadelphia Eagles for whatever reason, right? So have Hurts and the Eagles been disrespected throughout this season, in your opinion? Hurt, hurt. Excuse me, Hurts. That's how he operates. Okay. Because of what he went through in college and then in the draft process, so he always has a chip on his shoulder. I love Jalen Hurts. That's why, as I previously mentioned, I'm going with the Eagles just for that reason because I would love for him to overcome, especially defeat a quarterback that's more decorated and celebrated, uh, and look as looked at as the face of the NFL. Mm-hmm. But to be honest with you, in terms of the Eagles, I don't feel like they're disrespected okay. because, like in this in this championship game, yeah, I was surprised. Let's look at the 49ers and coaches Sirianni versus Shannon. Shannon is the one of the best coaches in the league right now. Yeah. To, to be on your fourth quarterback, you still competing. Um, the acquisition of McCaffrey, I think, was amazing. I think that was a good um, addition. I would give the 49ers the edge in terms of who has a better defense. Receivers, it may be a wash. Debo versus AJ Brown. Who would y'all give the the edge to in that? When, oh, when, when I when I'm talking about the receiving core, it's Philadelphia's receiving core is better than the 49ers. Yeah, you got two. You AJ and okay. And, 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 um, and then we and got we, we'll give Kittle the edge in tight end, right? Okay, of course. So Kittle. overall, the 49ers had a better team. Overall, I think. Than, than when healthy. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I'm just saying. And then you got the, you got the coaching edge. You get You get the you get the roster edge to the 49ers. I'm just saying. You get a defensive edge to the 49ers, and yet the Eagles still were able to overcome because, in part, of course, the quarterback situation, but also turnovers, um, tie, uh, penalties. Yeah. These are things. Discipline football. Nick Sirianni. You got to give him love Personal, for that. Yeah, and also, Nick Sirianni has a, a, a an established identity with his team. They know exactly how they're going to approach each game, and yeah. it's consistent. No, I, I, so I, you yeah. got to give you got to you got to give him credit. No, it's, it's definitely a tough one. I think the Eagles, to Will's point, now, when you look at the season, you know, they only lost one healthy one game. Yes. 
like one game. So yeah, in the totality of the season, like they have been the most consistent team. I just felt like everybody, like going into this game, as much as the Eagles have done healthy, health-wise, like when, as if everything is, if everybody's healthy, right? Compared to like the Niners with Park with Purdy, like everyone went, went to that game where was expecting, like okay, the, even I did. I expected the Niners to win. A lot of folks expected. I the picked Niners the Niners to win. To win. Yeah, I so they a would. lot of folks expected the Niners to win, but the Eagles. Like they always do, they always they always find a way to play their their brand of football. There you go. You know what I mean. And so I feel like to a certain extent they've been disrespected because they're still able. They're no one has this season to me has really made them counter their brand of football. Like they've they've always got to play their brand of football. They find a way to get Jalen Hurts um, in some running plays and take advantage of that. Then Jalen Hurts can create can create the deep the explosive play when either going to Smith or going to um, Brown. So like. They always can. They can always stick to their to their game plan, and that's what's kind of like. And it, uh, to me, a key the key to, to having a good football team, a good team in general, anything any sport, is that teams can know what you're going to do, and they still can't stop you. And the Eagles kind of have that. Re- they kind of have that recipe. And when they play the top teams in the in the conference, they, they dominate. They dominate the Vikings. Yes. They they dominated the 49ers, that's even true, though man. 49ers had some issues coming in, but still, that's still a top defense over there. Mm-hmm. And you still got one of the best running backs in the league. You got to show love to the Philadelphia Eagles, yeah. no doubt. And and they played a tough Cowboys team twice this season. Yeah. And really, the second game were healthy on the road and had them. Oh, it had them. That's true. And if you look at, I mean, we had a poll about them if they were being disrespected. Eighty um, percent said yes, and twenty mm. percent says no. So mm-hmm. I think people. I'm in the minority. I love yeah. it. I'm always there. <laughs> All right, man. All right. All right. And, oh, and, oh. Oh, you got, you got, in the AFC Championship game, the Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Cincinnati Bengals twenty-three twenty with a game-winning field goal by kicker Harrison Buckner. Did the best team win Sunday in Burrowhead? So you call it Burrowhead? That's yeah, Burrowhead. That's what they were the calling it. Cincinnati Burrowhead. Yeah, they they, they was feeling themselves. Then they deserve to lose that. <laughs> they deserve now, I, That's what I was worried about. Like, are they talking too much trash? Though, I actually had Cincinnati I did, too. Because I didn't think Mahomes was – like, uh, he wasn't healthy. Then. Only reason because I didn't think Mahomes was healthy. The Chiefs defense has been, it's, it's been all right, so though. much better than what I thought. Yeah. That's been the biggest difference. Shout out to Mahomes is Mahomes. Well – Shout out HBCU. Yeah, no, the, I thought Kansas City would win because Cincinnati's playing with their second string line, right? And when you have a monster up front like Chris Jones, that's a guy who can terrorize and make it a very long day for um, Joe Burrow. Even though I think Joe Burrow is quickly becoming kind of yeah, that like the next Brady, the next. Um, the next Peyton Manning from the perspective of no 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 I'm saying from the perspective of pre-snap like he knows where to go with the ball pre-snap no matter what situation you try to throw at him I I will say like I was interceptions in that game though he was throwing I was like he's mentally tough though because he can bounce back I know he can and sacks he got sacked a lot I'm not gonna lie he can bounce back though because I was looking at them picks he was throwing I was like bro like who are you throwing him to but he bounces back man and and also like I think he's that dude, so I'm I'm just I'm, I'm throwing it out there. But his wide receiving core is real. Like Jamal I mean, Chase is amazing in his own right, but to mm-hmm. have even to counter that with Higgins mm-hmm. and Boyd is yeah. If bro, you got Bo- if you got Boyd as your number three, three receiver, I'm serious. Like this is that's a. I mean, it'll be interesting because it, I don't. You, yeah, you can't pay everybody. <laughs> you can't pay you're everybody. gonna have that's to break. Challenge. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna have to break the bank yeah. for Jamal Chase, and then yeah. I think Higgins is up. This offseason or next offseason? Yeah, so. And that's the number one on another squad. Take advantage yep. of this window. Yeah. Yep. That's, this that's, window is going to close quickly. Yeah, and, then you're not, and, and you're not paying Joe Burrow $40 million, mm. $30 million, $40 million at this I point? Think that, like, that, 
I would go into luxury tax to to do what I need. I mean, to I would sign all of them. I could, but, but Mike, just, but but you gotta consider who the who the owner is though. Yeah, Brown, like Mike cheap. Brown. He, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say he's cheap. I'm just gonna say historically, his he has not. <laughs> historically, he has not paid um, free agents because he doesn't want to guarantee money after the first year. All right, about the uh, the best team winning on Facebook, uh, my man uh, Cornelius, uh posted. I don't know where everybody saw uh, such a bad ref- uh, refereeing in the Chiefs' favor, but I think the Chiefs outcoached the Bengals overall, and Andy Reid is that guy. I didn't, I didn't, Andy, Andy didn't, was, it, was it that bad? Was it that bad? What, the refs? No, yeah, were they that bad? I didn't think so. I think this has been consistent across the league this They've entire been, exactly. season. I really do. It hurts when you're rooting for somebody yeah. and, and, and the refs seemingly get in the way, but at the same time, you mentioned the turnovers, Joe Burrow. Listen, you can't make mistakes in the playoffs on a roll like that. I did have one question for you guys. All right, so. I have one more comment. You want no, to, go ahead. You want no, to go, go ahead. No, no. All right, George, comment. Man, uh, George posted on Facebook, said, because of Patrick Mahomes' injury and the Bengals were the better team, but all the mm-hmm. re- uh, refereeing aside, Cincinnati got the ball in a in the tie game with yep. two point, with two uh, two minutes thirty six seconds left, and with that offense, they should they should have at least got a, got a field goal chance to win, and they gave Mahomes one more chance, and that's like giving Michael Myers one more chance. <laughs> <That's dope. laughs> All right, we'll see. One question for you guys. I know this was the fifth AFC Championship game in a row that the Chiefs hosted. I know this will be their third time going within that five-year span. Do you think that this this if they win, we can start to consider them dynasty. one of the yeah, one of the dynasty or better teams with or dynasty within within I mean, NFL history. They're a dynasty because it's, it's hard to go to the Super Bowl, man. Going back and they've been to the AFC Championship game like every. They've week. hosted it five years yeah, in a row. Exactly, and then now if you get if you get two champ if you get two championships off of that alone with that type of resume, I call it a dynasty because there's a level of dominance to sure. get that. You know I agree. I mean? Just like to me, if they, like for instance, I'll give you an example. If the Eagles had won a championship with what Andy Reid was doing, just one, I would have like leveled off and called it a similar dynasty because. In the end of the day, like that level of dominance is not easy. Like to get to the semis of the end of the NFL, like that's not easy. And then to end up winning it, yeah, I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. All right, man. As part of our HBCU corner segment, we'll talk about Bethune Cookman saying no to Ed Reed after the break and listening to the Urban Sports Say for ages. Get it. Deuces on Empire Media. That's EmpireMedia.com. Straight out of ATL. Got young one, jumping that thing, baby. Swiss beats, full surface. Come on, come on, come on, come on. When I'm drunk in the club, I might just start. Block party in the hood, I might just start. Underground downtown, I might just start. Give me the key to the city, I'ma lock this. They ain't gon' take me alive, and you can bet that Hit him where the chest at, hit him where the neck at Show me where the rest at They in the same building, living like a mess Pack four miles from where the deck at Bet that, shout it, you and me gon' ride Over to the other side, it's how these motherfuckers die First make a prank call and get the kids out the house Ain't tryna kill no kids, but I'ma turn it lights You are in the 
listening to the Urban Sports Scene with Wolay, Will, and Ray. And we are part of Amplifier Media at AmplifierMedia.com. All right, gentlemen, it's HBCU Corner Time. Let's talk about Ed Reed. Ed Reed will not, I repeat, will not be the Bethune-Cookman's head football coach. The school chose not to approve his contract. This all started when Reed went on social media to talk negatively about Bethune-Cookman and their campuses and facilities. Do you agree with Bethune-Cookman interim president Lawrence Drake's decision, Ray? Do I agree with it? That's the question. Um, yes, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it, in part because of what we talked about last time. First of all, I just want to quickly say, although we're a little late to the discussion with this, um, we all agreed that Ed Reed wasn't going to make a lot of noise. Late to, hold on. We're not late to the discussion. We are the only podcast that consistently – consistently has has a presence with discussing HBCU sports over this in the DC area in the D in the D I wasn't going to say over I wasn't going to say over I'm going to say in the DMV so we're not late to the table we just chose to talk about it after we let everyone else discuss it I hate I hate so I appreciate that um but every we thought he was going to be quiet uh so he proved us wrong with that one which I didn't understand because of all of the um Philip how you, how you say philanthropic? Yeah, philanthropic. Philanthropic work he did in the Baltimore area, mm-hmm. which he did a lot. Um, I know personally um, for different reasons, but he never went on social media and trashed the city of Baltimore when Donald Trump <laughs> put out some details, of course, about the city that we all knew anyway. I think Baltimore is an easier target, mm-hmm. to be honest, at times because of just well, some of the recent history yeah. and also because of just how the, the city itself looks and, and different areas. But my point is, I don't understand what made him go so hard. Also, he knew going in the conditions. And there's no other institution, really, that's going to give every full autonomy. He did not take the Jackson State job. He didn't take the Morgan State job offer because he wanted full control, which is why he opted for And I, I believe he was in the, in, in the running for uh, the Gremlin job as well. Mm-hmm. You didn't take any of these positions because you liked obviously the Florida demographic and you wanted full autonomy. He was going to get it there. I don't, I just still cannot fathom why he chose to go on social media and go on such a rant. And then, I mean, it was, it was worse than some of the stuff that prime would say. I mean, he's cursing and I just, I didn't get it. I really didn't. Um, but I do see both sides. I really do. I think Reed's intentions for the university was great. I think he was going to bring in a lot of resources and donors. So it's sad that he didn't get the opportunity. I just feel like, HBCUs, we need to think bigger about our own schools and institutions to where we don't just say, okay, you're a big name. We're going to bring you in and just hand you the keys. Nah. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm glad that Bethune brought back old, an old coach and old players to talk to the current group to say, listen, we got pride in this program. We were a winning program for a long time. I like Kamari Avery. Shout out to him, a former guest of this show, who said Bethune was a life-changing experience for him. And he played through – the Hurricanes, he played through sharing helmets. Yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous. That, that shouldn't sure happen. So, yeah. so Bethune yeah. deserves criticism for some of the way they handle it. Reggie Theus and the interim president, you just said his name, Lawrence Drake, you don't know that the team is sharing helmets? Come on now and talk yeah, about like you that. a 2 and nine football like team. That. No, like and we are sharing equipment. That's ridiculous. You and you should know that. So there's, there's blame <laughs> to go on both sides. And unfortunately, they couldn't reach common ground. But I like the fact that, again, you chose the school over the individual. And now you're yeah. moving forward. The only recommendation I have now for Bethune-Cookman is put, 
put an action plan out there. Be transparent. You saying that you have the resources now, you have the money, you're going to revamp this, revamp that. Okay, well, can we see, or, or at least the players see, yeah. okay, what's the actual plan? What are the steps? When are you going to implement it? Right now, Bethune is saying a lot of good things, but action speaks loud in words, fellas. We already know that. So I see both sides. I'm not mad at Ed Reed. I feel like he was given an opportunity that many wouldn't be given. If you have a, a coaching resume, resume the 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 st- with the status or the caliber of Ed Reed, you're not head coaching um, qualified yet, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Really, unless you go to a school like Bethune Cookman, which isn't fair because again, yeah, Bethune Cookman was so good for so long um, that. Really, they should have thought higher than themselves before doing that. Um, Reggie Diaz was trying to make a splash, though, and unfortunately it didn't work out. Now you're moving forward, and hopefully they get a good candidate. They said within like let 10 me, days they're trying to, they should have somebody. Let me ask you this, yeah, right? they did say that. Um, you said that uh, Reggie Theus and Lawrence Drake, they came out and they said that they have a plan and you you know, you know want to see it implemented and everything, correct? Did they, they said that they, they not stated, had the money. They, they, had, they stated the, that they had the money they and they had the, the plan. To, yes, to revamp the locker rooms, to revamp the, the facilities. On, yes. Let me ask you this. Do you, think, do you think that plan would have gone into action if Ed Reed hadn't taken the actions that he took? They called them out publicly. I think that it would And this have. is a question for both of you guys. I think it would have. Ed Reed was saying, I don't want your money. I have. I got Shaq. I got big people. Donuts. I got my own money. I have developers coming in from Memphis, from Baltimore. I have my own plan. I can do this. I don't need the university's backing. Um, for whatever reason, again, Ed Reed was choosing the best university because yeah. of what he saw when he got there. I think he didn't know the magnitude of what the campus looked like and what the facilities looked like, what the team looked like. I just feel like it hit him hard. It's like when you game plan for a team, but then you get in front of them and it's like, dang, these dudes better than what I yeah. thought when I get there. I think they told him what the situation he was walking into. When he got there, he's like, whoa, like this is even beyond what I was expecting. Um, but I, I think Ed had a plan to do it more so by his own you know, st- celebrity status and with the donors and all that he was going to bring in. I'll let you. I'll let you respond, and then I. Uh, Your question was like, uh, what, uh, what have it changed? Do you do you did do you think that if he did not go, fr- go, go viral, viral with his frustration, <laughs> yeah, things yeah. would have changed? I don't think anyone, anything would have changed. Like I think he would he would have been a coach. Okay. I think I do. I do oh, that's what you asked. Yeah. No, I think what, what do do we do you think? No, I said do you think oh. that Lawrence Drake and Reggie Theus would have put together this plan? That they said that they have and started to put it into action. If Ed Reed hadn't done it, taken the actions that he took. Oh, you now you're not not that I know what you're talking about. You're talking about this plan to fire and to find a coach and build up and, and no to, to put this investment in, within in the, the program, 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 program and improve, improve it. Program. Yes, yes. Like no, because what Ray said. No, because what you said earlier when he did when he said that he didn't know. I'm gonna tell you the reason why I said okay. I'm saying that. I it's when that. he said that he didn't know that they're saying, using the same helmets and stuff. That lets me know that you didn't care about the, you didn't care enough you about the program. You weren't invested in the program. That's, that's so to be fair. honest with you, I totally think that fair. that stuff with Ed Reed made him now like listen to the ki- listen to the players and whatnot because you, in that position you expect them you expect him to know about that like you do kind of expect it. But when he said he didn't, I'm like all right, all right, you weren't really paying that much attention to his program. Okay, so I've gone back and I've reviewed, you know his. <laughs> Dot his montage, not montage, his uh, monologue uh-huh. that he posted. Yeah. I think three Instagram, times. Instagram. Yeah, three times. I reviewed it three times. He wasn't bashing the university. He was bashing the individuals who were in charge of the university. What he stated was, "I had a, 
I came here. First of all, I think you have to. We have to backtrack a little bit. You're bringing in a guy who is known for excellence, right? His career is arguably this guy's one of the top three players at his position in the history of football. It's yes, arguably yeah, he's right? one of the best safeties I've ever seen. One of the best safeties ever. So you don't get to that by not putting by having the expectation of top tier, top level, top flight, yeah. and preparing at that, preparing yourself at every aspect of your life greatness. that way of yeah, greatness, greatness, right? Chasing greatness, mm-hmm. as some would say. Um, now, if you go back, he states that these individuals. Now, he did he did talk about the condition of the facility and the campus. But when he was stating that, he went back and he said, these are the individuals who are supposed to help me get what I want to execute on my dream. Those individuals were Lawrence Frank and others within the administration of Bethune-Cookman. I think those I think those individuals are the same ones who are signing the contract, who who, for lack of a better, he didn't even have a contract. I, I, let's be clear. He didn't have a contract, no, correct? No, he did not. No, no. He did not have a contract. It was, he, he, he knew did. that. He wanted to get started early. He wanted to get started. Yes. Okay. That's that's okay. So he. Let's be clear. He wasn't officially signed, but he still said, "Hey, I'm excited about this opportunity. I want to get to work. I know there's a lot of work to get done, so I want to get the work done." Correct. Mm-hmm. Am I correct, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. When you have this type of individual with this type of passion who's chasing excellence, you have to know that this isn't a person that's going to sit around idly and wait for you to get things done. This is a person who's going to be demanding, who's going to say, these things have to get done. Let's get them done. Now, where Ed Reed failed, where Deion Sanders succeeded or Coach Prime succeeded was Coach Prime is far more political. Coach Prime knows how to talk to individuals in a way to put life into those individuals opposed to what Ed Reed did, did, which was bash the administration, bash those people who you're going to work for and supposed to partner with. And if you notice throughout his speech, his monologue, he said, these are the individuals who are supposed to help me get to where I'm trying to get done. He wasn't bashing that. He he made he was he discussed the state of the of the campus and he also stated about these individuals who weren't doing the things that he thought that represent that um were exemplary of excellence or people who were chasing greatness i just don't want the students to get lost in it and i want to shout out the players i know they had a tough season last year but if you're sharing equipment and then you go and play a team like jackson state who <laughs> has now a lot of resources a lot of money <laughs> yeah. It's almost like, dang on, we are competing against some dudes that we don't have a chance because we're not even being prepared like them because of the struggles of our of our university. But they continue to go out and play. Yeah. And I just I know I said that I feel like Bethune Cookman chose themselves. They chose the institution over yeah. the individual. But I think it's the students, the student athletes that we need to think about. And as long as their needs and, and what's most important to them is being heard and listened to that their voices are being heard I should say I think that's that that's the, the most important aspect of this for me personally because so much is about every versus the versus Reggie this versus this but what about them that's what they were saying like we need a voice in this they want every back and and I'm glad again at least they had that type of form to discuss okay this they is how we're feeling right and then you also got to see players who came before you who were successful that lived it 
Yeah, I think that's to and me. that that was big for them. So they felt much better. But see, that's what was lacking. If Avery didn't speak out, I, I do think the communication wouldn't be as clear as it I agree. was. I agree. That's what I, I, and I told you when we were talking on the phone, right? I, I felt like I wanted to hear people like Rasheed Mathis come and speak to the kids, you know, because that's a guy who played it, played, went to the school, played played for the school, was an NFL Pro Bowler with Jacksonville. Won it. So he came out that school and did some real good things, some real amazing things in the league. Right, I mean Nick Collins too. I believe was on was was at Bethune Cookman. So they've had some really good ball players, and to come back and talk to the kids, you know what I mean, and see what they think, and, and see like, all right, we want to inspire these kids, and to see all right, get get a gauge of what all right, where these kids are coming from, and also for these kids to ask them questions, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like show some you know some uniformity and show some unity, you know, within the within the whole program. I, I was interested to see what they had to hear, what they had to say, because. For me, looking at just looking at it, I mean, obviously, I, I think that Ed Reed would have been beneficial for the program. I'm not – like, I just think there's so much that you can do with the Ed Reed name in terms of recruits, mm-hmm. in terms of money. There's so much you can do with the Ed Reed name. I agree with you, Ray, Ray to a point of, like, sometimes you have to choose – you have to value yourself, though. Like, I get your, your argument. you got to value yourself, you know what I mean, when somebody is talking about – like, you may not be talking – maybe talking about individuals, but some individuals still represent the, the school to a certain extent. So – I do understand if you like if you're part, you're higher up or leadership within the school, and you feel like all right, this person may feel better that better he, that he he feels he's better than our program, then you do have to stick up for yourself. I get that, like I understand, but I'm just saying like, and the, on the other flip side of it, I do understand like for the kids to be frustrated because Ed Reed, just like Prime did in Jackson State, there is an element of having Ed Reed, Ed Reed being there, mm-hmm. a Miami dude. Who can do so much for your program? Give you so much attention. Give you some certain recruits. And he also, if you're, in, if it's the truth, man. Will just said it. You got one of the best safety. He's one of the best safeties ever. If you're a DB, you're learning from that. You think you're, those kids playing that position ain't, aren't, aren't pissed? So I get it. Like I totally get it. So a couple things that um, both of your comments. Mm-hmm. Um, you 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 stated that leadership or administration mm-hmm. when you feel you said when you. I want to make sure I, I'm uh, using right. the word. When you feel like you're disrespected, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll tell you this. When you're in a position of leadership, mm-hmm. you have to put your ego to the side. True. And you have to think of everyone else outside of yourself, mm-hmm. right? So if, and I don't know what went down behind closed doors, yeah. but I'll say this. If Ed Reed, quote unquote, exposing the administration or the university or exposing the facilities mm-hmm. that were... Um, the state of the facilities that um, that Edry went on Instagram and described or talked about, if you're hurt over that, you need to resign and get a new position. You don't need to be in a place of leadership because here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you're in a place of leadership, it's not about you. It's about those young men. I agree. Those young men in that football program, and you think, all right, this guy's. A, I can see this guy's going to be an ass. I can see that there may be some issues with me dealing with this guy. That's on the negative. Yeah. On the plus side, yeah. what does this guy bring to my institution and to our football program? This guy would have brought donors. This guy would have brought exposure. Definitely. This guy would have brought um, the the ability, a guy who competed at the at the best level mm-hmm. and could potentially teach my players or these students at this university what it's like to be taught by a coach, one of the greatest to ever do it. And hopefully he can start to elevate this university. Yeah. Now I'll say this. Now, if it, if it became a pattern 
of Ed Reed displaying this type of behavior, yeah. then you have just cause to reason to yeah. to to fire him. But just off of one off of one incident, or you know, a, a rough a rough first month. Yeah. He wasn't even technically in the job. He was, yeah, he wasn't even in the okay, job. So this is my issue with it. Like I'm gonna be real with you. Like anything that any issue you have, if I have an issue with you, if I have an issue with you, I'm not going on social media to discuss it. In business and anything, right? Let's be let's be real. Like you're going to talk to that person individually. I'm not I'm not sure you had this. They had this discussion individually. I'm not even sure. But you talk to somebody individually without putting it on blast for everybody to see. You know what I mean? Like I get the I give you were like the teenagers or whatever. But you you were old man. Like you're older man. You're you're old enough to have maturity to say you know let's talk this out one on one. If it gets leaked to the public, if it if like you know like how normal stuff happens in sports, if it gets leaked to the public, like okay. Ed Reed's having issues with Badoon. He's having like he has issues with his office. That's that's normal. But when you're going on social media, you're going on that platform to talk. That's not you can you can, you can. There's better ways to handle it. I feel like if you're another person, then you have the right to say, "All right, bruh, like relax." Like this, I feel like then you have the right to act a certain way. It's the way you go about it. Like you mentioned, like you mentioned, Will Prime is political with it. You know what I mean? The political way with it. Prime had his issues, but we didn't hear it. Thoroughly on like on a Instagram live ranting and raving. There's a way you go about. There's a way you go about it if you want true change. That's all I'm saying. Prime was really appreciative to the administration of Jackson um, mm-hmm. State versus. I don't know what Ed Reed was on. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Um, because he gave you the opportunity to live out what you wanted to do. To now put your imprint on a college football program as a head coach and, and build it basically from the ground up. And he knew the conditions, again, before he walked into the situation. But Thune has a rich history, and they had some stability at the leadership position for so long. And now with that, this transition period is tough. I mean, and you couple in the, the, the hurricanes, you couple in the, just the preexisting issues with HBCUs in general. I mean, it's, it's not an easy time for the school, and you don't help with that type of behavior, period. I get it. But once again, I will come back to saying this. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's not about the president. It's not about the AD. It's about the kids. It's about the kids and the pro and the university. I totally agree. I totally agree with that. Now, if you step back, remove the emotion, remove your ego, Uh and you state, okay, what is the best path forward for this program and for this university? The best path forward, if if this university truly is lacking the resources to upgrade its facilities, okay. I can deal with this guy running his mouth. I haven't given him the opportunity to see what he can do as a football coach. Mm-hmm. Let's give him a chance. Now, if this guy comes back with a one in 10 season and I don't have a significant um, increase in my um, donorship for this football program, mm-hmm. if I haven't gained exposure for this university, I fire his ass quick, that, quick fast in a hurry. But... I don't know what he's able to do. And if my goal is to do what's best for this university as a person who's put in a part, who's put in a position of leadership, I have to remove my ego and I just have to say, okay, I, I bring Ed Reed in. I say, look, look, bro, I understand which I understand you're passionate. I understand that you're frustrated, but that, that shit there, 
Excuse me, Wallah. <laughs> it's, it's all good. That shit there, we not having that shit. <laughs> now, I'm going to give you the opportunity because I want to see what you're able to do for this football program and for this university. Hopefully, if you're able to do, if you, if you um, are as successful as you think you can be, your contribution to this university will help to invest. Your contribution will help to upgrade these things within the university. But if not, I'm put you on a short lease, and I'm gonna get rid of your ass quick, fast, and in a hurry. Reed had to put his ego aside too, though, man. That's what I'm saying. He wasn't, that, that he wasn't willing to do it, and then that's, his 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 team, a lot of his team was though, trying to consult him, saying, "Let us do the majority of the communication at this point, because you want to get back to this university." Like he was saying, "I didn't even leave the area yet. I'm still close because I'm hoping I can somehow get back in the job." But yet saying, "Reggie did that man," and he. You're not you're not trying to communicate effectively at that point. You're not listening, and that's because I'm Ed Reed. I've been I've been fiery since I was doing halftime speeches in Miami. None of that matters at this point because now this school clearly doesn't want you, and you're not doing anything to help yourself get back into the position you say that you want to be in. So I think the I agree that the university definitely probably should have at least had a discussion. They weren't even willing to sit at the table, but he didn't even make it, make it easy for them to want to come back to the table. That's how I look at it, man. So we got a poll. You're seeing this, Bethune is better off uh, without every 33% says yes. 66, 67% says no. My man Brad on Twitter um, tweeted, of course they were better because Avery went about it wrong. He was trying to be a, be a shocking – no, so he's trying to be shocking to, to enforce char- change and went after administration, but what – I mean, but that was not the right way to do it. I think it's a little bit of the same thing. Everybody's yeah, kind of mixture. Everybody at this point, they, I hope they get a good coach in there. I do too. I hope they get a good coach, and I also hope they hope are able – I hope they're serious about it. That's what I that's what I, I, I hope that Avery – I think we both can – we all can agree on this then, though. Avery brought attention to what's going on in that program. Yeah, because like, not bring attention. Like for real, like I'm being real. Like I'm, I'm a harp on it. That helmet thing was ridiculous. Like the, the stuff they had to share is ridiculous. A- like absolutely. so, I hope that like they all w- have woken up. Giant yeah, for real, <laughs> real talk. Like I hope they all woken up and like they now have to pay att- real attention to their program all the way around. That's true. Because that's one thing I hope. Because when I heard when I heard, cause, thanks Ray for the uh, clip. When I heard yeah, that, yeah. I was like, that, that's this ain't bro. Like this ain't this is a college football team. College football makes most of your money. In all the college, like that makes most of your money. I don't care what, what your where you rank at. It's the doorway to your university. Exactly, and Definitely. you and that is what you're. You're not paying attention to that. Then yeah, I'm glad. To me, one thing I don't care what side of the table you are with Avery. He brought he brought attention. He made you he made you focus on your program. Sure. Again, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a business first. It's a business first. Look. Do you know how many jackasses there are out in the working world no, yeah, and people no, deal with them yeah. and, and people people manage those jackasses? Mm-hmm. But when those jackasses either A, their production does not equal them their tomfoolery, yeah. then they decide to get rid of them. Or when you or when you step over the line too much mm-hmm. where you um where my where my job stability is um is something that I should be concerned about, they get rid of you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. That's what the university failed to do. You failed to take the long-term view of this, stating, all right, I'll give him a shot. I'll give him a shot. I'll see if he can bring in, if he can, if he can bring about the change that he believes that he is. Is he, is he as great at bringing about change as he was in the NFL um, on the football field? And if not, if I find out, 
that's not the case early on, guess what? Short lease, get your ass out of here. Uh, the, homie, the homie James uh, on Instagram said, uh, yep, far, they're far better off. <laughs> I'm cool with them moving forward, man. I, I said from jump, every was about every, and it turned out to be true. Bottom line. My thing, my, I just hope they find a better, uh, find a good coach. I that's really what do I too. do. That's what some I hope. Good, there's some good coaches out here that don't have necessarily the name of Ari, but like Eric Dooley's an amazing coach. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to have the biggest name to have a I successful just, I, program. But I just want to have but, but, a coach that bring in change that can help yeah, bring. That's, yeah. My whole thing is build the program. But whatever see, way that whatever that means. Every that's the thing he succeeded at is now the alumni is strongly involved. It's we'll more. See. It's more people. I'm that's just saying. At least well, as of right, right now, now, you're right. Everybody's like, okay, now. let's yeah. get this fixed because, like, if your house don't look good on TV and you want to clean it up, you don't like you don't like the way your house look. Mm-hmm. You like okay, we got to fix this. So yeah. it, it got the attention of a lot of people, and that from that aspect, he he succeeded. I'll say this. Um, no, no, I, no. I'll just say this. Um, that's funny. Um, <laughs> um, HBCU stop trying to replicate the Jackson State yes. formula, the for Jackson State I blueprint, agree. right? You're, you know, Deion Sanders, what he did that that may have been a once in a lifetime thing, right? Right. No, I'm, be, I'm just no, being honest. Agree. Like, you just I came agree. from a business perspective. This is what businesses do. The they Big copy. Mac sells. We gonna come out with the big candy. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, mean, you try to replicate. No, what I, I don't. No, truly, was, true leadership in business. You don't replicate what your competitors do. You find your niche, and you, and you find a way to scale that niche, and then you become well, successful. Seriously? Yes. Look at Facebook. They took MySpace. They took MySpace idea and they just made it better. This is why I do agree. It's like this is how this is what I this is what folks <laughs> do. This is what folks do. In my opinion, they do copy, but they remix it. So it's just it's just a remix. And you find Twitter like, exactly. They, like it's a remix. Twitter. It's a remix. Like so, people are going like, it's and, and until that fails, <laughs> until that fails for real, then they go into another route. That that, that you're right. Yeah. People do people do replicate, yeah. but the long standing. The long-standing yeah. and truly dominant original, companies original. within business, they have an original idea, and then they find their niche, and then they're able okay. and they're able to scale it. That's true. It's a little bit of both. I mean, That's true. I mean, you can only copy for so you for so long. To, no, absolutely. But in order to stay relevant, you definitely have to continue to evolve. No doubt. Yes. Um, but I think it's nothing wrong with saying, "Oh, you know, it's working for them. Why can't well, it work for us?" I mean, us? you and just then, gotta find the right, right. Like the Dion thing is different. I think the Dion thing is always gonna be different. Like this just. Is this too much? Dion's know, a different. It, it's the way he went. He went about it the right way, though. And man. that too, but he's he a did. different. <coughs> he's a pop culture dude. It's different. It really is different. Compared no, yeah, to everybody it else. is. His, like his Eddie George, his, his, Eddie George in Tennessee State, they suck. But Eddie George is a Hall of Fame player. His his Not name a pop has culture. a different. Yeah, exactly. No, but Not pop I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell yeah. you what it is. Dion Dion's name yes. and his connection and his charisma. Yes, that's what I'm saying. You can't you can't replicate that. It's you different. just can't. You can't replicate that. But also look at what Dion did at Prime Academy. Is that yes. the name of yeah, yeah, Prime Academy. Okay, so yeah. he learned a lot because he he succeeded in ways. And he, and he failed. 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 He failed ways. Yeah. And he said, "Okay, I'm gonna take what I learned. I see an opportunity at Jackson State because yeah. he could have went elsewhere. Yeah, but he's yeah, like, but yeah. I think I could do it there because again, if Dion goes but, one in ten is Dion you know what like look at look at, look at look at Pat Ewan he's failing but nobody's bothering him because he's Pat Ewan Dion could have failed and eventually found it found his niche at some point but uh like it's a like I, I feel I, like for instance like, this is like I guess it's like off, off like an example of somebody in pop culture that would always because he has like this following forever like an Allen Iverson 
if AI wanted to go to a certain school, a HBCU school, right? And be a coach. And be a coach. Yep. He would get particular kids. He would get kids that they probably would never have gotten. Yeah, he has the ability to connect. He has the ability to connect with them. It's a different. I think coupled with if Allen Iverson ran a high school program for yes. let's say two years and they came in yes. with that pedigree, I told yes, him if like, he just pop off the street like I'm Allen Iverson, hire me. I think he's gonna have to some work. Get the recruits, because yeah. Penny has struggled. Yeah, huh? Because Penny, Penny was, but Penny was working initially. No, no, Penny, Penny definitely was, but Penny has struggled. You mean Memphis? Yeah, Memphis. No, and that's initially. That's initially. He was okay. Penny, Penny was successful at the high school level. Yeah, like, AAU. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so AAU, AAU. He had an IAU program. program. It's just, it's just like name alone, though, ain't always gonna do it. But I mean, yeah, because eventually you're gonna have to. He had, in a, the he beginning, had a really good recruit. Yes, I'm saying, like in the beginning, yeah, obviously you're gonna have to be, you have to be good at your field for the long run. I get that. I'm just saying, like in the beginning, he's giving time. He's getting it together. See what I'm saying? Dion would have been afforded that ability, but Jackson State. Came out the gates just looking. Penny's good. a good example. Penny's a great example. Look, Penny got to got to Memphis and was getting recruits. Exactly, he was getting top recruits. That's exactly. what I'm saying. Like Memphis wasn't getting those recruits. That's what I'm saying. Like when you're a pop, when you're in that, and when you're in pop culture, Penny has been in pop culture and he's been he's yeah his shoe he's yeah exactly he's done he's been done playing ball for like forever. No, no his and, shoe his and shoe has made him legitimate. Yeah, exactly, and little Penny. And people's, and people's parents yeah, remember. Remember Lil Penny and all that Lil stuff. Penny. It, 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 a lot goes into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, again, Jordan's example, it doesn't work just because of who you are. But that's, I'm, I'm talking about just coaching. What I'm talking about, like, coaching kids to get them to, to yeah, like, getting them to a program, whatever. Like, if Jordan wanted to coach a high school, I mean, let, I mean a college team, let's keep it a buck. Let, like, let's, let's, <laughs> no, that, he's let's bringing be, kids. Okay, let, let's be honest, right? If you are a... If you are a recently retired athlete, yes. right, football or basketball, um, who has a name, a real that, name, a real that, name that resonates, that know, resonates, with, with, with that resonates generation. with a generation, right? And you're the the head coach. You could be the figurehead. You could be the CEO. You can hire assistants that are tech that that, can, that are technically sound, right. can teach the game, and who can break down the game, and who have knowledge of strategies and within the game and you could be successful. Grant Hill said this and like you said Coach K wasn't an X and O coach. Wasn't an X and O's coach at all. Like so to Will's point, like you can get a dude like if you are like that figure, right? You can get a dude, your assistance could be your X's and O's coach and you can te- make it te- work. Text winner. Exactly. Phil Jackson kept text I mean, winner. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just saying I, I honestly want to say this. I think Ed Reed is going to be a good coach. I really do. And this I think is Avery would have been a great coach. And there's no disrespect to him know. at this point. But this at this point is his career, Nick Saban. Nick Saban is more of a CEO, yes, opposed to an X and O's coach. Yes. At this point, I'm not saying I'm not never, saying, no, 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 saying I'm not saying he never was right now, a great tactician. Like, no, 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 he was. But I'm saying at this delegates. point of his he career, delegates. he delegates everything he and he oversees everything. So, and, and you see, Holtz was the same you, way. You, you yep. see, Kirby Smart is under that tree. Yes. Why, why, why do you think people got Kirby Smart? I mean, why do you think Georgia hired Kirby Smart? Yeah, exactly. Why, why do you think Steve Sarkeesian still gets jobs? <laughs> because people trying to replicate, bro. Yeah. I mean, but it, it doesn't oh, always no, man. no. But it doesn't. But but has it proved successful? And has it been it long term? Always work like that. It's just like Dan, and that's and that's and Dan, Dan, Dan Quinn was hired. Dan Quinn was hired as Atlanta coach simply because of he was a Seattle coach at one point. Baltimore Ravens. Marvin Lewis got a job because of the success of that that defense. That that amazing defense. Marvin gets a bum rap. It's, but anyway, like, no, no, no. But, 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 <laughs> but, 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 but you're giving. Yeah, you're giving. And I'm not saying that's. And I'm not. But I. But I've always. But what I said was the truly successful. Organizations, they say, okay, what do what is it that we can do good, and then over a long term, 
they're successful because they develop, they know their why and they develop a strategy. Opposed to just opposed to just saying, okay, I'm gonna take this guy from here, plug but, him in, and we're gonna so have the same amount Bethune of success. Is that what Bethune was trying to do? Is just say we gonna do what Jackson State did? I don't yes. think that's the case. They had already I, hired I, Reggie Theus before any before Avery was even thought of. You know what I'm saying? I honestly think. I, what Reggie Theus? What you mean by Reggie Theus? They hired him as the athletic director to be, to be a name. Uh, in part, yeah. City guys. All right, but <laughs> no, because because in the in the basketball community, he's maybe not the the most recognizable face on TV. But I feel like he's respected in terms no, 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 of just, right, his pedigree. Is, 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 in terms of his was, basketball was a, was a mind, good ball, there, there, there's some people who have the the mind. It's just like right now, Rick Brunson is, is getting love for being able to coach, scout, yeah. coach, all this stuff. Yeah, I guess, but he wasn't the best player. No, no, no. I agree. I know what you're saying. I guess like to me, okay, when we when you're trying to get. Is your are, is your, are you saying that Reggie Theus is supposed to help bring kids to the school? I'm not saying that. I'm saying they okay. were already thinking big and how they could develop their sports right. program. That's why they brought him in. Okay, this is way before Avery. Because I don't I, think my, they were just trying to say we're gonna do exactly. Because I would Jackson say State did. I do. I would say I do think that they did it because of Jackson State for Avery oh, purposes. I think definitely that factored in. I'm just saying I don't think the, it's like we the Reggie do exactly Theus thing. I don't State know did. if they were that was the point that you Reggie. I don't know. Reggie Theus knows a lot about basketball, but my issue is like. Would this generation kids care about Reggie Theus? Hell no. That's the, I guess that's it's my not point. about caring about him. It's but about, they listen, it's though. A, it's about, they don't care does about he Pat. have what it takes? Kevin Brodus went to Binghamton and took him to the tournament. No, no, I agree. No, I know what I understand. Because he knows the hell No, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like, Reggie, the, it, the, it, name. It, it, the, the They weren't getting him for the name. They were okay. getting him for the experience. The mind. The, okay, he has access. I can bring NBA scouts to see you guys to, to, to Yeah, to because that's my argument. Because I guess my thing is we've seen it here. Nobody would be like, hey, Reggie, these are coaches. Come to our school. No, I'm not it, saying my, that at all. My thing is we see it here. My point is, oh, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. That's my point is, can can you bring in somebody who not only has a decent name but also knows what they're doing? They're not they're not recruiting on that on that yes, regard, got, on, yeah, the, on, the, on the strength that oh we got him yeah. Reggie Theus. But I'm saying they they already were thinking much bigger before well, man, way before Ed Reed. It's the job, and I yeah. think Prime of course factored like okay we could possibly garner similar results, but it wasn't. We're gonna duplicate what Jackson State did. I think, no, I do think. And I mean, there's a lot of elements for Ed Reed, to be honest with you, and because one. That demographic, that area, like because of his his what he did in Miami, his name, his Hall of Fame. There's so much he can do in terms of recruiting, even in Miami, which is a bunch of which has a whole bunch of prospects in Miami. So they, I mean, the whole state. Yeah. So I just feel like yeah, the whole state. My bad, the whole state of Florida. So I just think yeah, man. I just feel like Avery was 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 used for that. But again, that's, I mean, I mean you're supposed Jackson, to do that. Jackson State did give a blueprint, but they also I think they set some it's different, they they they, also, they, they set some people up too because. They were letting basically Coach Prime handpick his replacement, yeah. and then you let him just go and get another job right before your last game. Like I wouldn't. That I, that, that stuff didn't make sense to me. So well, and and that's essentially what right, Bethune Cookman was doing. We giving you the keys, Ed. Well, and then, yeah, think think about it like this. It. All right, if if Coach Prime made a promise that I will still keep my endorsement connections within your university. And I've already invested in your university by ways of my own salary and my own personal money. Do you not think that they would say, all right, let's make let's do something that works for everybody. What works for us is you keep your connections with um, Under Armour to keep our uniforms in the pipeline. Keep your connections with Michael Strahan to keep our players dressed um, on their on their road trips. Mm, that's right. Um, you keep, you keep, um, okay. 
we might not you might not be able to we might not be able to recruit the top talent, but there may be some kids at Colorado who may want to come there that you don't deem worthy of your program. What if you redirect them to us? Do you not do do you think do you think that's not worth allowing this man to have What do you mean? Under Armour signed a, they signed a deal with the school. What is it? It's a contract. They're under contract. Exactly. It's a contract. So a contract could be broken. Absolutely, but they have to pay for it though. Who? Oh, no. Do we know that? Do you know that Dion? Do, okay, do, do we know that? Do we know that? Do we know for a fact that Coach Prime was like, okay, I'm gonna keep my connections here? Hey, wait, wait, is it? Is pretty it Colorado, sure. It's Colorado. I'm pretty sure. Colorado, no, wait, wait. Colorado. He, did no, you? No, did, no, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Nike, right? Colorado's yes with Nike. Okay, I was make sure. Yeah, one second. Did you view his? Have you followed any of his uh, social absolutely, media? Absolutely. His social media with um when especially with regards to him announcing. Him going to Colorado, then some of the social media with him after the game, things of that nature. But he's Coach Prime. Of course he's going to say these things. Like, everything has got to be about him. I think Coach Prime really wasn't. Does it have to be? State, does though. it have to be about him? Why does it? That's what I'm saying. But 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 this is this is the this is the bad. This is I guess what what's frustrated me and aggravated me about people um, when it comes to this. They say it's about him. Why why do we why do people I'm not saying we cuz I'm not in that class. Why do people believe it has to be about him? When he showed you that he's invested his own money into that community, into that organ into that college, he's brought his resources within to that into that community, into within that college. So why does it have to be about him when he's shown that he's willing to sacrifice and bring things that are attached to him and give to that university and give to those people within that time. I mean, he's shown a lot. That's all I can say. I mean, I, I respect what he did at Jackson State. I respect what he did in the community. I, I love the fact that he took his family with him, all of those things. I'm just saying there are other aspects of Coach Prime, and, and we all know this, that says a lot about who he's about and, and what is And matter of fact, he, he, he said that. Did you see his reason for going, going to Jackson State? He saw a, a way to capitalize on HBCUs at the time. He said it. Yes. What's wrong with that? I I I, so, I successfully right, hold on. About me. I brought no. I ain't brought, about HBCUs. I brought, hold, on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Ain't about I'll Jackson. You, I let you speak. Allow me to speak. Sorry. I brought myself and my resources. I thought I found an opportunity for me to advance myself by also advancing your program. It would have now. It would have been totally selfish if. It was all about him where he didn't leave any improvements to that organization, uh-huh. to that to that college. If he just said, you know what, excuse, and I'm about to curse again, Wally, Wally, <laughs> fuck this university. I'm not putting my, I'm not invested in making and in, in bringing and updating the tennis courts. I'm not invested in um and in, in updating this in these players um these players playing condition and bringing a new um a new locker room and a new foot and new football facilities. I'm not doing that shit. I'm here for one reason for prime to win games, baby, and go to the next level. Did he do that? No, he didn't. I mean, that's to me, that's like, I, I, I never, it, it baffles me why people continuously say it was all about him. It wasn't all about him. The man made investments within the community and within that college. Oh, I mean, I don't have any, any all of us. I only issue I have with, with, with prime, and because I would, I don't knock him for leaving, but I don't like how that that whole situation happened when they were preparing for the book for the bowl. That's the only thing I had an issue with the celebration bowl. Other college coaches do it. Have we don't, we don't, call, we don't call, oh, we don't, do. we don't call, we don't, we don't call, we don't call them out. Oh, I do. 
I Most people don't with, call them out. I have issue with all that. I feel like when you're coaching kids, you, you're, you're coaching kids that you've had a relationship with for X amount, a couple, a few years, and then you create this bond. These are young men. These are they're not, these aren't even adults yet. These are still kids, and you're now interviewing. You act like this game is big, but obviously you don't care about it because you, you're, you're ditching practice and you're doing X, Y, Z, trying to get prepared for your next venture. I have an issue with it. That's just that's a personal issue though. That's not just prime. That's all coaches. They ain't nothing to do when you, especially when you're coaching college kids. I have an issue with all of it. Okay, I hear you. I'm going to ask you. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go to the the fourth to the fourth veil and I'm gonna pull up. Yeah, go ahead. Now that. You have, you've had, have you only worked for one job during your professional yes, career? Yes, I have. Okay, so th- uh, this. professional as an adult. Yes. Yes. Okay, so this wouldn't be relevant to you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, but most people, when they decide to leave a job, mm-hmm. they call in sick that day that they need to interview. Um, they prepare for an interview either during work or the night after work. Mm-hmm. They um, accept said job and they give two weeks notice or some people just say, you know what? Fuck it. I'm out. What's different from what he did than what everyone in America does? I'm talking about they're going to give you leeway to do whatever. I mean, these are kids that you coach and cultivate this relationship. These are kids. I'm not. These are it's a coaching profession. I'm not. To me, it's a little different from what you're referring to. But I mean, it is what it is. This is my opinion. Okay. okay these are kids that. You have built this rapport with. You are now their mentor. You are. This is you've built a rapport co-worker. with your coworkers. You built their, their people. You, you are a mentor to some people. Oh, you're, you're, if you're in a leader posi- okay, if so you're in majority, a leadership position, majority of the kids are the majority. When, you, when you're coaching these kids, you're coaching kids, so you're older than all of them. You're coaching young men. You're, you're coaching them. You're older than all of them. Right? You're coaching young men. Yes, young men, but you're older than all of them. Yes, all of them. Yes. By many years, right? Yes. We're talking about adults. You're, you're, you're supervising adults. You told these are kids. These are inf- these are people that you really truly influence as the majority. Okay. Not the minority. The majority. Okay. So when you walk out and say this and that and the other, to me, in my opinion, I'm saying that it's not to me like you can stay. I'm gonna give you these weeks. I can still handle that. I'm gonna give you these. I'm gonna give you a week of the celebration bowl. I'm gonna give you a week. You can do that. That you can do that. That's not a hindering you for like. Okay, yo, I'm giving you two weeks notice and I'm out of here. You can give these kids a week of preparation to help they can win this championship game. Some things can't wait. I mean, See, that, that's this is why I'm glad. Some things can't see, wait. What, what's not an opinion is the the kids' thoughts on this stuff, and that's what X gave us that's insight they, yeah, into yeah, no, insight. how they yeah. they were not they right were mentally before. The celebration bowl because of all that went down and his his choices straight up. They and weren't right mentally. Yeah, they weren't right with it. No, he said it. He spoke to some of the players. My okay, I guess from my understanding, and he's is, there in that program now. You yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah, he's actually yeah. there. No, I mean, yeah. Well, you know, listen, life changes. Life comes at you quick. <laughs> just saying. No, I'm just saying. No, life changes. You, life no, comes. No, 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 life you, comes at you quick. I'm, I'm just. I'm just saying. This is going to sound extremely cruel, um, but no, I'm, I'm just saying yeah, go ahead, go ahead. things happen in the real world that you have to deal with. Sure. As you mature, as you mature, you got to deal with shit. Doesn't make it right. But you're not going to be able to succeed and move forward in life if you if you aren't able to say, all right, fuck it. He leaving us. I still got to do this is this is where personal accountability comes for. OK, handle your business. Fair. He's doing this business. My business is for me to prepare for this game, to lock in, and 
no matter what, I can say I won in spite of, of this mf'er leaving me. No, I mean I see your point. I, I mean that's just that, that that's just how that's how I that's how I look at that's how I look at life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm 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 different than on some aspects than, than most folks. Than most folks. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but this has been a great conversation, a great discussion. Yeah, it always is, man. I know it is, man. Seriously, I didn't know it was as late. I had this, the lady of the show now until like Thursday. <laughs> works for me. It works for you. Yeah. Yeah, Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, I can't hit tonight. <laughs> Maybe I can hit the gym now. I ain't sure yet. Hey, man, this has been great, man. This, hey, can can we say that's real talk? I want to say it. Yeah, stupid, man. I want to say it. Okay, Will T, one, two, three. Now one. that's. Well, no, no, I say all oh, three. Okay. All right, one. Two, three. Now that's real talk. <laughs> I mean, you had to be listening to us from day one to understand that exactly, inside joke. Exactly. Hey, man. This has been amazing. Hey, subscribe to our podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just search the Urban Sports Scene. Also, follow us on Twitter at Urban Sports Scene, IG at Urban Sports Scene, and like our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. Make sure you subscribe to our Urban Sports Scene YouTube channel as well. Hit the red subscribe button, like the videos. Great for the algorithm. Hey, check out the home of the Urban Sports Scene, Amp Fire Media at ampfiremedia.com. And this show can be found on Podcast DC. Download the Podcast DC app to hear all of the Amplifier shows as well as other great content. Is that Podcast DC app still going? Yep, absolutely. Sure yeah. is. Yep. <laughs> yep. Anyway, man, this has been a great show. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. You got to hear us talk about some HBCU stuff. It's, it's, a, it's a passion. We love it. You know what I'm saying? We're going to bring y'all more content, like Will T said. We're the only ones really doing it in DMV. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I'm not saying we are the only ones that's doing the period, yeah, but in the DMV. In the DMV. And we give you good content, too. Ray's, Ray, Ray doing great work at Howard. Remember, you know GED. Man. Grind every day. Grind every day, man. GED, man. Get your GED. You know what I'm saying? I bought that from a homie from a homie in Philly. This little kid selling it on the street. Hey, that's what's I like up, man. I the young, young people that, you know, of this, of this other street gang. Because smoke weed in my face when they was doing it. <laughs> um, yeah, I get it, man. <laughs> I get it. Anyway, you've been listening to the Urban Sports City. For ages. Yiddy. Deuces. Hey, Mega, lead us out, big homie.